doing? Doing well. Because I'm gonna knock this over. I'm not careful. Being very animated and crazy tonight. I know. <laughs> All right. So, yes, like you said, this series that we have been in, God's plan, our story, has been so good and so refreshing to me. I hope it has been for you guys as well. But this this whole series, um, as we walk through what we studied, it was the Romans Road and all the scripture that is used in there. It's basically a how-to when, you, when it comes to sharing the gospel with people. And it was it was awesome to go through with Zeke and Alex, and then um, with their messages in the last couple of weeks, I think we've done an excellent job um, together as a group, as a community, and not just us as your leaders, but as a group, talking about these things, working through it, and understanding that you know maybe if we've heard this a million times before, it's still so so important and so crucial to us and our stories. Um, and tonight we're continuing that with sharing our decision. So last week Alex brought an awesome message of sharing our gift, right? The gift. Of eternity and how eternity has started. When you guys call, <clears throat> when you guys are called Christian, when you give yourself to Christ, your eternity has started. You are ready to enter into eternity with God now, and that is why we are talking about sharing. And Zeke kind of started us off with, you know, sharing our beginning, understanding that all of us are on the same playing field. When we talk about our lives and our Christian walks, we all have fallen short. We all have sinned. We've all messed up, and that's in Romans three twenty three. Um, but that's not the end of our story, right? Our story continues, and that's kind of what we're talking about tonight, is sharing our story, our testimony, is what we're going to dive into tonight. So um, I want to share with you guys kind of the passage that is the foundation for this, the scripture, and it's Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10. And I'll read that for you guys, but if you want to write that down, you can look at it later too, but um, that's going to be kind of the backbone for everything we're talking about in this series. It's been so good. And it says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. So it's kind of twofold, right? We believe in our heart, we are justified by Christ's sacrifice, and we profess our belief of that sacrifice, our faith in Christ, and that is what saves us, and that is what we believe. And we can't experience that if we don't talk about it, right? The whole point of everything we've been doing in the series is to encourage you guys Fill you guys with confidence. Understand that this confidence is spiritual. It's otherworldly. It comes from the Holy Spirit. And all of us have it. When we give ourselves to Christ, He empowers us beyond belief to be bold and to be faithful. And that's kind of why we're going through this stuff. So you guys will. Let's pray one more time as we get started with our next message. Father God, thank you so much for tonight. Thank you for, for another awesome night to hang out with friends, to be in your presence, and to worship you with words, with actions, and with song. We are blessed beyond belief to get to do this. Jesus, we thank you so much that you went ahead of us, that you prepared the way, and you showed us exactly what it looks like to share love with others in the way that you want it to be shared. Thank you so much for loving us first, for showing us that way to love, and also, Lord, for giving us your spirit, for giving us the boldness and the confidence to go share this with the world. Help us to be bold, help us to hear your words tonight, not mine, and be ready to go into our workplace, go into our schools, go hang out with our families, Lord, and be bold, and share the good news to share our story and how you changed our lives with those around us. We thank you so much. Alright, so tonight's message, guys, it's gonna seem somewhat college lecture-ish, but here's here's my intention behind it. It is so important for us to understand that there is, you know, there's this kind of a formula to this. Like there's a way to do it. 
And it doesn't need to be intimidating. It doesn't need to be like written out, oh, I'm going to memorize this and done exactly the same every time. It's not a test that you're going to have to prepare for. But it is something that needs to be done. Right. It is something that is worth our time to look into, to study, and to practice, right? To put into practice. And one of the things that um, I want to do with this is kind of give you guys almost an outline, right? That's where the lecturishness comes from. It, it looks like an outline, but it's super helpful, I think, for us to be able to look at this and then to present our story, our testimony with those around us to talk about the gospel with people. Um, and that being said, I'm going to share with you guys kind of the big overarching points, and then we're going to talk about some subpoints that are in the form of questions. So if you guys want to, you can write this out in your notes, whatever you want to do, or afterwards, if you want this, I can send it to you, just ask me, I got you. Um, but seriously, just looking at it, it's, it's super beneficial and helpful. For me personally, I think it's going to help us a lot as a group when we talk about sharing our story, our decision with people. So that is what we're going to get into. First kind of point that we're talking about is my life before Christ. That's our head. My life before Christ. When we talk about our testimony, our decision, we're talking about three things. My life before Christ. The second one is how I came to Christ. Right? How this happened. And the last one is my life after coming to Christ. So these are our three points. My life before Christ, how I came to Christ, and my life after Christ. And here's the deal. So I don't want to speak for anybody in this room, but I know that all of us have moments in life where either we struggle with doubts, we struggle with questions, or we're on defense with things, and faith can absolutely be one of those things. So if you are in a position right now where you feel like you're struggling, you're battling, you're thinking, you're contemplating life, as a whole, let alone just your faith, um, then also wrestling with your faith right now. This is still for you. I want you guys to hear this. I want you to wrestle with it, continue to wrestle with it, question it. Um, but then also hear this and understand this is this is what it looks like for those of us who have landed on this, who are firm in this, and want this for other people. And then if you get to the point where this is something you are committed to, this is this is what you want, you see the benefit in it, we want we want you guys to be built up just as much and be ready to share this with other people. Because we know how valuable it is. So I really want you guys to drop it into my thing. This is absolutely everything in this. So breaking down our first point, the my life before Christ, here's three questions that I want to ask that I think we could ask when sharing a testimony with somebody. And we'll kind of break them down as we do. So first question is, what about my life before Christ will relate most to the non-Christian world? So this kind of seems goofy and it may not work you know, on paper perfectly every single time, but it's just the concept here is relating to someone. When you have a conversation about Jesus, about the gospel with somebody, typically it needs to be something you have some sort of prior relationship with, right? If you walk up to some random person and say, hey, have you heard about Jesus? Let me tell you all about it. Sit down for the next two hours. It's not going to fly very well. Typically, the, the reason we have community like this, the reason that we do life together is because we want to build relationships with people, right? We don't want to turn this into some project. No human being is our project to fix, but we are called to be intentional with everybody around us. And so building up relationships with people, relating to people, is it should be number one, step number one when it comes to sharing with people. And you know, especially your story and telling like, what brought you to Christ, what has changed in your life. So what about my life before Christ and relate most of the non-Christians I know, the people that I'm trying to talk to about Jesus, right? What about my life is similar to theirs? Was Zeke's message at first week sharing our beginning, understanding all of us are on the same playing field when it comes to our sin and our separation from God? 
we all need a savior. We're all striving for that greater purpose, that greater love that we can experience for anything about Christ. So that's that's our first thing in my life before Christ. The second question is, why or sorry, what did my life revolve around? Where did I get my security, identity, and happiness from? I'm gonna say that again because this was What did my life revolve around? Right? What was my purpose? Where did I get my security, identity, or happiness from? Every single one of us, some form or fashion, have reached out for something, have strived for something, and put our you know, faith or trust into something that wasn't Jesus. We've all been on the other side of Christianity before giving our lives to Christ. We've all been in a position where we have relied on our own strength, due to lack of knowledge or our own pride or whatever that may look like for all of us. We've all relied on other things. And that leads us to our third question in this my life before Christ, and that is how did those things begin to come down? So these last two questions here kind of go hand in hand. I want you guys to hear them. We're going to vote again. What did my life revolve around? Where did I get my security, identity, or happiness from? And the third question is how did those things begin to let me down? Before I kind of jump into the rest of this, I want you guys to hear them. When you talk about sharing your story, to an aspect, it is definitely about you when you're sharing your story with someone. But the purpose behind this, always, the purpose for sharing your testimony, is not really about us at all, if that makes sense. When you share your testimony with somebody, you are opening yourself and being vulnerable, and that's absolutely hard to do, but it's necessary, and it's part of the equation of loving people, right? It's sharing your story and making it about them. It's putting yourself in their shoes and saying, man, I've been where you're at. I feel where you're at. And even if I have gone through the same thing you've gone through, this is where we started. We've all messed up. We were all searching for that greater purpose, that greater need in our lives. And that's where those two questions kind of dive in. They go after the things that some of us hold on to very tightly. Our jobs, our families, our relationships, whatever that looks like, anything that we're putting in higher priorities of us, and how those things have led us in the past. Because it has. So, it's kind of bleak, but it's part of understanding our vulnerability with people we share. So, my life before Christ. It's important. This leads to our second main head, but main topic is how I came to Christ. This one is where I started getting more I like this part a lot. So, the first question, when you talk about how I came to Christ, it should be, when was the first time I heard the gospel, and what were my initial reactions? When was the first time I heard the gospel, and what were my initial the reason I think we should ask this question is everybody will experience the gospel in a different way. If you went to church camp and you were in middle school and heard about Jesus for the first time there, if you were 30 years old and went to church because your friend invited you and you liked your friend a lot, you don't really care about church, but that's the first time you heard the gospel. Everybody has a different time, a different walk, a different place in their life where they heard the gospel for the first time. The follow-up question here is, what were my initial reactions? How did I feel about this? And it's, again, it's going to be different for everybody, but it's so important to understand that that's, that's an important part of the equation. What, what are your feelings after hearing the gospel to give news of Jesus Christ? Right? It's not something that we, you know, hear and immediately, oh, I understand this, yes, I'm in 100%. If it does, miraculous, it's amazing, it's beautiful, and it should be hoped for, and it's definitely possible. But, we are humans who fall short, and our brains are very not able to comprehend the spiritual realm when it comes to stuff like this very well, right? Very rational. I mean, it's not rational, it's everything. 
So when you talk about somebody's first interaction with the gospel, what are they experiencing there, and why is that important? Don't blow off those feelings. Don't tell them, oh, well, you shouldn't feel that way because it's right in your body. People feel a certain way, you want to you understand with them, you want to sympathize with them. And we can go to our second question, when and why did my perspective of Christ begin to change? Right? After time, and I, I really do believe this, I think it takes time for everybody. When you hear the gospel for the first time, maybe you do that in the other people, you start asking questions. You put yourself in a situation where you can answer those questions. You surround yourself with other people who are like-minded, with people who have been a part of Christianity for a long right? That's kind of where these questions get deeper. The perspective of Jesus might start changing. And this is, again, this is a crucial time in everybody's life. So sharing this moment of your life, when this started clicking, when this started changing, can sometimes be the biggest connection you have with another human being with lessening these questions. When you think about the logic behind it, when you think about why Jesus makes sense, first of all, the fact that he doesn't make sense is beautiful, is wonderful to talk about. And then realizing that, the moment you realize your relationship with Jesus, and even if you don't dive into it, even if you haven't fully even accepted it yet, when you realize that relationship and what it could be, what it is, that is like, when you talk about the Christian walk, doing the one week, and that repentance starts coming into your heart, it's life-changing to the max. It's like the best thing in the world you can experience. It's like stuff starts clicking, and it, it starts a fire in you that you are ready to get. You want to know more about Jesus. And this is, this is important for people to hear because then they start thinking about this for their lives. They're like, man, I really am wrestling with this. I'm really thinking about this. If that's what it looked like for you, then I'm like, man, this is, that's kind of what I want. They start relating more. That's huge. And the last question is how I came to Christ section. Number three is what were the final struggles that went through my head, my mind, just before I accepted Christ? Why did I finally decide to accept Jesus for giving complete control of my life? This is it. This is the point where when you're sharing your testimony, again, this was not going to happen every single time, but it shows the potential and the power that Jesus has in people's lives. And you talk about so you talk about your experience and your life and how Jesus can uproot you out of things, whether it's the deepest, darkest holes that you could possibly ever imagine yourself in, or if it's the biggest hurt you've ever experienced in your life, or it's the whatever, whatever it may be, the thing that is dragging you down the most, that moment when you finally decide to give everything to Christ, the amount of relief that is there. If you haven't experienced that, I pray that you do. Because personally, this is again, this is the greatest experience you will ever experience. And sometimes it doesn't happen until years after you accept Christ. When you really realize the power that Jesus has in your life and what exactly you can do. This is huge. So sharing that moment with the person you're talking about, sharing the intensity of those emotions and those feelings. And sometimes really engage that person. Let them know, man, this is real, and I, I trafficked you. I felt that before, and it wasn't lasting. It didn't come from something that felt funny to me. I want what you have. That makes sense. And this leads to our final thing, the best thing my life after coming to Christ. So you have my life before Christ, how I came to Christ, and finally my life after coming to Christ. Question number one when it comes to my life after coming to Christ is this. How is my life different now? How is my life different? List some specific changes in your character, your attitude, but most importantly, your perspective on life. 
This is where we really get to dive into the benefits, right? The real realization that Christ has changed me for the better. You know, life still happens, life sucks sometimes, and that's the truth of it. But every single moment in my life that I go through, the hardship, the defeat, the shame, whatever it is, there's always the truth of Jesus Christ in my life at this point. And that is what pulls me through and keeps me going. That is the thing that gets me to the next place. You know, that makes me understand this isn't this isn't just me that's living my life and living my life for Christ and he's giving me the best picture of what a full life looks like. And that is the motivation that keeps me going. And that is something again that I really believe that all of us strive for this. We strive for purpose, we strive for understanding of ourselves and those around us. And I personally have never found anything better, nothing more perfect than Christ's love in my life and his example of loving others. And that's why we're sharing this. Question number two, what motivates me now? What do I live for? This one's a good one. What motivates me now? What do I live for? Again, when we talk about our life after Christ, after coming to Christ, we are now given a mission. Right? We are all part of this community, this family, of Christians, of children of God, people who love God and love each other. We are called to love each other. And this isn't just other Christians. This is huge. And this circles all the way around and it's exactly why we're talking about what we're talking about tonight, sharing our decision. We are called to love those around us and sharing our testimony and sharing our lives and doing life with other people like we do here at YA and you guys. I love this so much. I value it so much every single week. This is why we do this. This is our motivation. This is what makes us us is realizing we can say there's nothing we can do that can put us on the left of rectification with God, making ourselves right, short of giving ourselves to Jesus. And we've done that, we've given ourselves to Christ, and He has changed our lives completely. He's given us this, He's given us this purpose. And that's what we want for everybody around us. When you love somebody as deeply as you do, and you want them the best for them, the absolute best for them, this is what our motivation is. This is why we want. The last question that talks about when we talk about my life after coming to Christ is this. Even though my life still isn't perfect, emphasis on that. Even though my life still isn't perfect, how does knowing Christ help me deal with that fact? Again, I feel like this last section is a little bit repetitive, but the question is very important. Even though my life still isn't perfect, how does knowing Christ help me deal with that fact? The truth is, like I said, life is kind of like sometimes. You are still going to go through loss. You are still going to feel defeated. You are still going to be pulled down by the enemy. He's going to do everything in his power to make you reject life, to make you reject the cross, to make Jesus' death in eternity. But the truth is, because of our eternity, because of our decision, we give your life to Christ, the motivation is the hope we have in Christ, the future that we have in Christ. And like Alex talked about last week, the beauty of it is how future starts now. Every single day of your life can be better, can be lived better to the full when you give your life to Christ and you understand that this is really, really hard right now. This is really hard right now. But I know that there is hope in the future. I know that I have future, a future in Christ. And I want other people to live this life. I want other people to feel that peace, that understanding, that love. And that is our motivation. So once again, all these things, talking about your life before you have Christ, sharing with People, how you came to Christ, and the last one in my life after coming to Christ. All of these are huge and important when it comes to sharing your testimony, your decision. This is why we do it, this is why we should do it. And praise Jesus that we get to do it. It's awesome. So, 
when we get into small groups, we have some questions for you guys that I hope for this conversation really gets us thinking, thinking about some practical ways that we can do this. We can share the decision we've made. If you have made a decision, if you're wrestling with this decision, making this more personal for you, really wrestling and contemplating, man, what, what about this is going on? What reason do I have to back into this? And what are my reservations? Why haven't I jumped into this yet? No matter what it is, I hope you guys are going to from tonight. I thought of all of you